0: Welcome to the Inspired Teachers Guide Podcast. We are Kim Wilkins and Laura Woldridge, just two teachers trying to podcast. We are so glad that you've joined us. Our goal is to help you by discussing a variety of topics that will help you as a whole. In the same way we want to focus on the whole child. On this podcast, we will be talking in and outside the classroom.
1: Hello, welcome to the Inspired Teachers podcast. This Yay. is episode five. This is kind of a bonus episode. We are going to have some back to school meal ideas.
0: Ooh, but I think why today will be fun.
1: So. Well, I got hungry just working on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Before we have our fun, let's stop and review our last episode because, wow, oh, wow, was it a great one. I learned so much. I love Angie and her information was so powerful. I know. It was amazing. I
1: I just can't wait to try out some of the things that I learned with her and, and really be on the lookout for those behaviors that we see in
0: students that we didn't really understand before well, I'll tell you what, I applied it last night. So <laughs> Brock and I were in a little argument and I was thinking, I am not dancing with Al- Walter. <laughs> Walter. No dancing. So I really think it can help us in all of our relationships. I do too. I do too. So well, speaking of relationships, that was one of the, my main takeaways. I just know that that is the foundational uh, principle of really everything. But it is super important that you know, everybody wants to be a better classroom manager. And one of the main ways that we can do that is build our relationships.
1: That's right. And you and to do that, you have to really know someone mm-hmm. yeah. you have a relationship with someone you don't know. So if and you it, want to build a
0: relationship,
1: you've got to get to know your students.
0: Absolutely. And that begins day one. And, and I know day one is overwhelming, but, you know, taking the time to let at least a little share time. Mm -hmm. Um, about each individual and then helping them get to know each other and all those things is key. So it is.
1: So we need to be on the, on our best game, trying to get help the kids who need help being Mm -hmm. proactive. I loved what Angie said about clearing the path and making it easier for them. Yeah. But also putting a little branch out there, a little stick out there for Mm -hmm. those times
0: to teach them how to um, cope. Yeah. I just think we don't need the Mississippi river without a bridge between a kid and the expectation. That's right. So, you know, know, like thinking about these students, I just am like, Kim, I've just gotten so like passionate about this is if a kid struggles in reading, we do interventions. I am tracking their work. I'm doing all this stuff. I'm talking with the resource room down the hall. I'm talking with the reading specialist about getting ideas. But when kids are having behavior, it, our approach is completely different. We need to yes. be doing the same thing. They yes. just don't have the skills. No, they don't. And that was the big takeaway from um, with Angie is they need instruction on how to learn skills to manage their emotions, to all those things. That's
1: right. right. And here's something I'm not good at: is facial responses. Oh gosh, I, I'm like an a, I'm transparent <laughs> of glass. I, you know, if I'm shocked, you're going to know it. If I'm angry, you're going to know it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all of us, it's harder with body language, but our facial responses, we have to be really careful and really keep ourselves from reacting because our reactions are the keys to de-escalation.
0: And that is that is so powerful and something that I really worked on this year in my in my teaching, I need to incorporate into my parenting because I could just pop off. But I was trying like I would literally tap my hand and count to five slowly, oh, not quick before I responded. And one time one of my students was like, Are you counting? Yes, I am. He's like, you don't want my response at zero. You want my response at five. So it just takes a second, but five seconds really. But I'm a much you get a much better Laura answer and one that's going to promote positivity. If you and I are arguing, if I'm just popping back off to you, or if I sit there for five seconds and think about it, I'm going to be helping the situation and not hurting it. Oh, yeah, that's right.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. I think that's key. What can I do to improve the situation instead of making it worse?
0: Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah.
1: We are the weather makers. We are. And don't dance with Walter. Oh, Stay away from him.
0: <laughs> I made a poster last night about it. I'm going to use it in PD. I love it. I love it. So, okay. I what I want to clarify something because when Angie was going through the Walter, um, and what do we call that? Mnemonic analogy. Analogy. Oh no, no. Pneum- mnemonic. Okay, so you know the <laughs> W don't warn <laughs> acronym. Just, just read our minds, please, <laughs> listeners. Yep. Acronym. So you know the W is for warning. The A is for argue. So when we got to the one with E, it was don't explain. I want to clarify and make sure that you know that that is only when a child is dysregulated, when a child is in the depths of despair, anger, all those, you know, when when you're, when you're off your game, how can I explain that better?
1: No, I think that's exactly right. When, when they are um, anxious or upset, or they, they've, um, lost their composure and their control Mm -hmm. and they're upset. It's not a time to try to
0: explain to them why you need them to do X, Y, or Z. Right. Or or even when I'm starving, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't want to hear the details then. So Angie was saying, don't, don't do the explanation when a child is dysregulated. When, when we, when, when I am good in my mental state and the student is, then you can do the explanation. Yeah. Because so we do I, need to explain things to children. Absolutely. They need reasons behind things and all that, but they don't need it when they're not in a good state.
1: That's right. Because when you're angry, are you really listening?
0: Or, or communicating? Or upset,
1: because, Or, you know, yeah. or
0: scared. So I was talking to my husband about this and I, we were, he said, well, you did that with Collier the other day. So my youngest son made a poor choice. I said nothing for a while because I was hot. I was very Mm -hmm. frustrated and he was not upset, but he knew he'd done something wrong. Even though he wasn't showing it, I know he was nervous because he was waiting to be addressed yeah and you know what I'll talk about this later and I did it had to be addressed and I explained why that was such a big deal and everything and when I finished it out that went so much better than it would have otherwise oh, <laughs> you know, wow. oh, yeah so, um but anyway I just I'm so thankful that she came on and she was willing to share and I'm just super excited about it She's so that's Oh, he is fantastic. I told her, you have found your place. So what I want you to know is, so Kim and I made a pacing guide oh <laughs> for the podcast. Even yeah. professors need pacing guides. We That's learn. right. That's That can be a book that we write. Even <laughs> need the pacing guide. So uh, we posted a picture of it. You may have seen it. What we're trying to do is do some variety. So we did Angie's podcast you know, we've done one on classroom organization and setting up the classroom. So we had like back to school stuff, then we had behavior. The next episode is today, which will be fun and be meals. We're going to be skipping around. But what I want you to know is we're coming back to each topic. We're coming back to each area. Um, because it, it deserves more than one episode. So it does. Yeah. I mean, Angie's we could have talked forever. Oh, yeah. I, we can make the po- whole podcast
1: her. <laughs> we could. We could. Okay.
0: You ready to have some fun? I am.
1: I am. And then I'm going to go cook dinner. Okay. I'm not sure which one of these things I'm going to make, though.
0: <laughs> okay. What we have for you in store is just some ideas for breakfast, for lunch, for supper, for when you need to bring something to a potluck. We've got some ideas for people to follow on Instagram or TikTok or um I just do it on Instagram, but yeah. I can't speak for Facebook, but I'm sure these people have Facebook accounts too. Yes. And we're also going to share some cookbooks we love because like for me, every year for Christmas, I ask for a cookbook because that week after Christmas, it's cold. I sit in my chair and I read a cookbook. So, okay. So uh, here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. I've already asked you, And you said you were ready. So let's do it. All right.
1: So <laughs> breakfasts. You yes. had more breakfast than me because I am a yogurt eater, yogurt and a banana. You know, when we would travel, I would always get yes. yogurt and a banana. But um, one of my favorite ones, and I just had this one this past Christmas, my daughter um, taught me about it. It's called the Everything Bagel Breakfast Casserole. We'll put the links in the notes, but it is from the Pioneer Woman and it is okay. so good. I've
0: never had a bagel casserole.
1: Well, it has bagels, it has onions, eggs, half and half, pepper. It's got some spice to it, a little, a little warmth, a little heat. It's got cream cheese, parsley, and you just mix all that up and put it in a 9 by 13 baking dish and bake it. you ready it to go? It was so good on Christmas morning. It was so oh, good. Yeah, we had it for Christmas morning.
0: I forgot to tell you because you know, I'm a beginning podcaster. I'm just trying to podcast Um, that we, some of our recipes will be quick. Some can be made ahead. Some will just be wonderful and not quick. Some will be healthy and some will be terrible for you, but tasty.
1: Well, this one, this everything bagel, we made it um, Christmas Eve, put it in the fridge, kept it. When we were cooking some other things, we just mixed that all up and put it in the okay. fridge. And then the next morning, I got up, popped it in the oven. And when the kids got up, that's what we had for breakfast. It was really good. That
0: would be a nice Sunday morning thing too. Yes. It'd be yeah, great. Be treat. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of bagels, I was at Aldi today and I just love Aldi so much. But they had some uh, thin bagels. Bagels sometimes are so thick. Yeah. So I'm going to check those out.
1: Oh okay. Let us know how those turn out.
0: My first breakfast thing is a just a breakfast casserole. And literally people, mine is different every time I make it. So I typically will brown some sausage. I like to use the hot. Uh, My kids can handle it. And so I'll do two pounds of sausage and I always use 12 eggs. And then the the ingredients are different besides a can of Rotel, a can of drained Rotel. I use Rotel in pretty much everything I make. But it's kind of like, do I have mushrooms in the uh, refrigerator or a can? Do I have whatever? If I have onions diced up or I need to use my onions, I can put it in there. So I just mix that together and throw it in a grease pan and make it. Typically I make my sausage on Saturday and then my dish on Sunday and bake it. And then I just cut up that casserole into squares and that's my breakfast for throughout the week.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good.
0: Uh, I have to have, have, I am not like a cook eggs and stuff girl. I I have, I have no seconds to spare in the morning. No, I have to have it made. Yeah.
1: Well, now this next thing you and I made before on your list, these egg muffins. Remember, we we
0: would take them with us to work. And really, it's breakfast casserole put in a muffin tin. Okay. Yeah. We put spinach in it, didn't we? Uh, Spinach. I mean, sausage. It's just really whatever you need to use in your refrigerator can go in there. (laughs) Uh, But. You know that those were great, and I like all these recipes. If if there is a recipe for it, we will put in our show notes for you. What you have like a mini cookbook, um, mm-hmm. but egg muffins were great because that like the kids could grab them and they would just pop two in the microwave, heat it up, and go. You didn't need a fork. fork. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was great because you didn't need a fork. Yeah, and, and also my friend Heidi makes oatmeal muffins. And same thing, you just mix them, mix the ingredients up, you know, cinnamon, oats, eggs. Oh, I can't remember all the ingredients, but they're just little oatmeal cups and they can grab and go with those too.
1: You know, that we made those oatmeal bars. We need to oh. for those. Those are good for breakfast. So it's oatmeal, honey, mm. oats, honey, like six
0: cups of oats. Okay. Um, uncooked. Like you uncooked. don't cook them. So I mixed. Six cup of oat, six cups of old fashioned oats, um, mixed with a cup and a half of peanut butter, a cup and a half of honey, and you mix that together. And it's hard. You'll get your arm workout in it. You push that down in a pan, and then you melt white chocolate on the top of it and do it all over the top. Oh, it's so good. That, that was Donna's recipe, and Definitely. you know that's that's kind of a snack, but. It's kind of a breakfast treat
1: I'll tell you something else that's good for breakfast. Steel cut oats in the crock pot with some coconut milk and some apples cut up and some cinnamon. Let it cook overnight. Oh my goodness. It will change your life. It's like a little dessert.
0: I would love that. Yeah. I would love that. I've not tried overnight oats in the refrigerator. Have you? I haven't. But I do
1: have a recipe in this cookbook that I'm going to tell you about later. um, And it's uh, oatmeal... um, it's baked oatmeal. It's really good. It's so, me.
0: You, uh, for me, when I'm teaching, breakfast is a must. Um, I'm I'm just not as nice as a teacher if I don't eat it. And 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 teaching requires so much energy. So just some ideas for breakfast, and really, um, my main tip for you guys is to get it ready on Sunday so it's just. On, on your way. I did that with that baked oatmeal. So I did a pan of it mm-hmm. like on a Sunday afternoon
1: and then I just divided it up into little containers and then I would just grab it, pop it in the microwave. Honestly, it was good cold too. For me, I like cold oh, yeah. I just popped it in the microwave as I was walking out the door and ate it in the car. I guess that's legal to eat in the car, but I did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll even on Sunday. I have little containers, you know, just those little rubbermaid ones, and I yeah. would go ahead and mix up my berries because I try to eat some berries in the morning. Okay. That does not spike your blood sugar. Um, but I would always, I'd go ahead and make those up on Sunday too. That's a good idea. So you just had it all ready for you, just mm-hmm. grabbed it as you went. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, so and
1: house, I'm going to have an, two refrigerators. So one's wow. going to be in my pantry, so I can put. A lot of
0: things. Ooh, look at you, kid! I know. Then another thing I put in that breakfast casserole and the egg muffins is some cheese. When I am not limiting my dairy intake, because that's so good. Yeah,
1: I wonder if you could use nutritional yeast to give it that cheesy flavor.
0: Mm, I don't know. You try not, it out. Let us know. I don't think I'm going to try it out, but you can try it. Out. Yeah, I've, I've used it before. Okay. Oh. All right. Um, let's do potluck stuff because sometimes we have potlucks at lunch at work. Yes. Or we have potlucks at church. And yes. so what could be super easy for you to bring um, that's good? Yes. So you got an idea for us? Well, I, um, I like to take
1: salads and soups. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a soup and salad person i've got some recipes in there but one thing i'm kind of eating a lot of right now is tzatziki sauce or tzatziki dip i've made it before but why because you can get it at aldi and you can get it at walmart too and kroger and i just buy a container of that and have some carrots i buy that look like the little they look like chips you know that are sliced like oh yeah the carrot chips carrot chips and celery it's so yummy
0: cucumber and um, even pretty, like for a potluck, you know, yeah. to bring a little bit of veggies and you've got yeah. that. Uh huh. So, yeah. my go to potluck is getting that spinach dip from Walmart in the market yeah. side and just bringing those pretzel crisps. Oh, those are so good. Yeah. And that is like so low level yeah. of a contribution, but so good. Yes. And you said the street corn dip. You like to do that. The street court from uh, street court street corn dip from Aldi. Same thing. You know, you bringing like everybody loves or most people love dips, and so yeah. that's a great thing for a potluck. And I um, love those pita
1: chips, and you can get those at Aldi too. They're so good,
0: and they've got like um, sea salt ones, and then they've got like garlic and herb or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. You could even be fancy and do both. <laughs> oh. oh, you're asking a lot, Laura. <laughs> okay. So another one of my go-to potlucks when I have a little bit more mental energy, um, Jessie, one of my, well, she's one of my former students and now she's my friend. She makes the bomb buffalo chicken dip. Like every oh. potluck we had at school, everybody's first question would be, is Jesse bringing buffalo chicken dip? Oh. I mean, it's so easy. It's just um, the canned chicken. (laughs) I mean, we're talking garlic salt, bottles of ranch, and bottles of buffalo. I think I'm missing one more ingredient, and that's it. And Kim, I could almost make myself sick on it. It's so good. Okay. I'm telling you, listeners, you will be a hit if you bring it to school. Those are great to take. I also often just take a a big thing of fruit. Oh, yeah. Put a bunch of fruit together. People like fruit. I thought of the missing ingredient. This is why it's so good. Cream cheese. Well, there you go. And that's just in the crock pot. So you can start it when you get to school and then BAM, it's ready for your lunch pot luck. Hey, speaking of little crock pots, have you seen the little mini one? It's no, but like, I heard you talking about oh, it.
1: I, it's so cute. And it comes in a variety of beautiful colors. It's called the lunch uh lunchbox portable food warmer um <laughs> on the go and it's made by crock pot it is so
0: cute oh, and that would be, for dips for warm- one that be great for dips or like in the winter when we want something cozy uh-huh so you put your little soup in there and heat it up oh it comes in pink and blue and green and black it's so cute oh man Okay, my last idea for a potluck is um, going to Aldi and buy the little, um, Sam's has them too, the little meats that are wrapped around mozzarella. You know, they look fancy. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. if you want to put it on your own dish and act like you did it, then good for you. (laughs) At Sam's, they have the little quiches, the little mini quiches. Those are super yummy. I think Sam's is... Amazing for all this stuff. I mean mm. now they have like charcuterie boards that are in packages. I know. So okay, let's talk about lunch because lunch is sometimes a sad part of our lives at school. <laughs> oh. Remember <laughs>
1: that time at school you were walking in? Were you expecting Luke then and your mom had
0: made you lunch and then you dropped it all in the parking lot? Oh no. This was when I was working in Oak Grove Elementary. Leslie E Step and Chrissy, you know what I'm talking about. It was my grandmother's peach cobbler, oh, which no. is the ultimate. I was so excited because I was bringing it to school. I had it in a little um, Pyrex circle container and I <laughs> dropped it and I was on, <laughs> I was on the pavement scraping it up and they were like, you're going to die from eating that. I'm like getting glass shards. <laughs> I was like, Y'all don't understand. This is my grandmother's peach cobbler. <laughs> Oh, Laura. (laughs) Uh, So lunch was sad that day because I didn't have my beach crawler. Um, Okay. So I'm just, I don't have recipes for you guys for lunch because most of the time I bring leftovers. whatever I I cook for supper, I bring it because I want something pretty tasty, you know. Now I'll, I'll either do that or I have these cute little bento box containers that I started using last year. And I would make a salad and I would make all of my days salad, except the end. Cause you know, your spinach might look bad. And I would put spinach, I had a little assembly line. I'd put spinach and chopped up peppers. Sometimes um, I would just buy the shredded chicken at Walmart or the shredded pork. Did you know they have pulled pork? Yes. Shredded pork. That's great cool. for making Cuban sandwiches. Oh, Cuban sandwiches um, or ham cubes. I would try to mix it up. And so then I'd make my salads the way I want to. And then I put my little top. It had a little top layer of bento boxes. Mm -hmm. And I would put carrot sticks and some hummus, some mixed berries. And the best part of my lunch were those protein balls. I was talking about those oatmeal bars. Yes. Those same ingredients, except I add chia seeds. See, it's something else. Uh, Anyway, but I grind it. What do you call it when you take the oats to dust? Millet. Millet. Okay. So I just put it in the food processor, take all my oats to dust. I mill them. And then I add the peanut butter, the honey. It's not really dust. I think it's kind of like flour. <laughs> I eat oat dust for um, lunch. <laughs> and then add the chia. Sometimes Luke loves to add dried cranberries to them. So Luke really likes them too. Yes. Uh, they. That is something that I have to hide a little bit in their refrigerator to make sure I have enough, but I just bought the large cookie scoop at yeah. Walmart. And then, so I just scoop those out and put those on wax paper and put those in my large pirate sticks and they just go in the refrigerator.
1: So, so
0: do you have a recipe for those? I'll make it up and put it in the Google dog. Okay. Uh, it's, you know, my ratio is a little off, different, yeah. I mean, but I put two of those in there and then listen. So I've got, I've got a green, I've got my spinach. I have my carbs with my carrots and my peppers or whatever. Exactly. I have my protein with my meat and then I have my, um, you know, good fat, you know, you could use natural. I use Jif natural, which I know is probably not the best, but. Oh, well. um, And so uh, I am full and that's not like a whole bunch of food, but I'm shutting off the hunger hormones. So.
1: Okay. So
0: those are my options. And then sometimes I just have to do the cafeteria.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, I make uh, soups in the winter a lot. And the very, my very favorite one that I made this year um, was not one that Tim would eat. He tasted it, said, oh, it's, it's not bad. You know, when somebody says your food's not bad, that just means they're just being very kind. My yeah. very kind, and so that's not bad. So I'm, I made it in, I just put it in little containers and took it for a week, and then I gave a bunch of it to my sister-in-law. I think you could freeze it, but it's a lemony lentil and chickpea soup. Oh, my goodness. It was so good. It had... Well, it had lentils. It had um, chickpeas. It had um, oh, that's a there was a curry one too. I made it. I made a curry chickpea soup. It was so good. But I have all these recipes, and these several of these come from a cookbook called "The Healthy Meal Prep Downshiftology." You might be able to get them on their website. Okay. But the lemony lentil and chickpea soup, and the curry chickpea soup. I made um, and I just kind of prepped it so I could so I could take it for several days that week. Um, but it makes a lot, so you could do it with a friend. Remember when we meal prepped? Like you and I could do it. Yeah, it. I, it's delicious. It was so good. Um, so I made that. I take tzatziki sauce with veggies a lot. My favorite salads are others uh, too. There's a red, white, and blue salad. It, I chop up some romaine lettuce. I chop up some strawberries, put some blueberries and some almonds and some feta cheese. And I use skinny girl blue, uh, blueberry poppy seed dressing. Okay. So, and sometimes I buy the rotisserie chicken that's already chopped. And yeah. put that in there too for a protein. Okay. So that's good. And then so Greek salad, you know, my very favorite place to visit in the world is Greece. Mm-hmm. And oh, I always goodness. say if, I've been three times. It's wonderful, and I always say if there's food in heaven, it'll be (laughs) Greek food. (laughs) But in Greece, the Greek salad is not what we're used to eating. Greek salad. It really is just very coarsely chopped Um, tomatoes, cucumbers, bell peppers, red onion, Kalamata olives. They're not chopped. All of that's been in there with some olive oil and oregano and salt and pepper. And it is so good. So I'll make one of those up and take it a couple of days in a row. I don't put the olive oil on until I'm like that day because it'll get too messy. Yeah. But I take that a lot. Um, those are really my favorite things. And the rest of the time I, I, take, um, I take leftovers.
0: Yeah. I just think, I mean, I, I can do like salads. All one week, but when I get to week two, if I have all salads, yeah, I I I, I feel a little sad, you know. Yeah. And so yeah. I think you know, and, and some people can eat the same thing for lunch the, every day of their life, but I think just throwing a little variety, I so think, like you know, typically yeah, soup when, salad. when soup and salad, yeah, soup and salad. Like mm-hmm. add a little spice to it. Mm-hmm. I think you know when you're when you're making your supper. You know, just make a little more and then you'll know, oh, this will be so good. Or maybe so many times leftovers are even better, you know, tomorrow or whatever.
1: They are. Yeah. And I think, Laura, that's probably easier for me because you have three children at home and Tim and I are empty nesters. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, the leftover baskets getting smaller and smaller <laughs> <laughs> leftover baskets. You can have some of my leftovers because when I cook, I have all this food. Next time I make the soups, I'll, I'll bring some to you so you
0: can yeah. take it too. I'm, I'm probably approaching the, since I have three boys, I'm probably approaching the part of my life where I will have no leftovers. You, won't. <laughs> you just wait. Uh, you won't. Okay. So let's talk supper and supper for me, and I don't know if it is for you guys, but it's a burden. So um, thinking about it, planning what groceries I need, even just figuring out what I want or what we need to eat, uh, planning what groceries we need, and then getting the groceries. And then, you know, it's like, oh, it just exhausts me. So we hope that we'll give you some ideas that at least the thinking about it will be pretty easy. And and most of the things I'm sharing don't have too many ingredients because when I get to a recipe and it has so many ingredients, I'm like, not for me. <laughs> I, I know.
1: I know. No. Well, one thing that I do often is I put a package of chicken in the crock pot and I put a can or two, depending on how much chicken I have, of Rotel on it and I let it cook all day. And then when yeah. I get... So you don't drain it? No. I don't drain it. And then when I get home, I will add a block or two of cream cheese, depending on how big the package of chicken is. And then I use that to make a couple of different things. I can make chicken spaghetti. I can make usually two different casseroles, chicken spaghetti or Mexican chicken. A lot of times I'll make a pan of Mexican chicken and a pan of chicken enchiladas. And then I can freeze one and serve one that eve, that night. If you've got littles, you can put that chicken on if they like Rotel. Your boys would, though. No, oh, yeah. Like, uh, sprinkle it with cheese on two tortillas and make uh, a oh, quesadilla. That would, yeah, that would be good. Uh, so the, the chicken enchiladas, when I do that, I, I just roll it up in a, tor- a tortilla and then I make a real quick and easy white sauce with cream cheese, a little bit of milk, and I thicken it a little bit with flour. And I put some green chilies in it and pour it over the top. Put it in the oven and bake it. Oh, it's so
0: good! Like a white sauce, kind of. Yeah, okay. that sounds good. It's and really then, like you've done the, you know, the hardest part is typically the meat. You know, the time you know getting oh, yeah. that. And so if you take that out of the equation, then you yeah. can just add some things. And- yeah. With yeah, that. super easy yeah. yeah so
1: all that chicken then becomes two or three things. You can do that up on a Sunday mm-hmm. so you could do all that up, pop it in the freezer and then take it out as you need it or put it in in two for Tim and me I can put it in two or three or four different casserole dishes serve a couple this week and have a couple for the following week. or mm-hmm. a few weeks down the road whenever I
0: need it. yeah mm-hmm.
1: that's not, I, that's a real quick hack. Yeah.
0: I I like that. I I will incorporate into this school year. So, okay. I'm, I'm going to share two things at once, but one is just an ingredient that you need to add to your um, life. And then one is an actual recipe. So uncle Chris's seasoning at Walmart or probably wherever so, um, Jen Hatmaker has a cookbook that I'm going to talk about later, and she's just hilarious. So, in one of her recipes, she says to use that um, seasoning, and she says, "or you can use your inferior seasoning." <laughs> <laughs> she's so funny, oh God, she's so good. She's hilarious. So, um, it, it, it is. I I think that is one of the best seasonings that I can use on meat. I can use it on chicken, pork, whatever. I mean, I'm I'm always using strawberry seasoning, you know, on stuff, but I found this Uncle Chris's and man, I, I like it. So I recommend adding it to your cart, people. So my first recipe is, okay. And many of the recipes I will share are air fryer or crock pot. So it's buttermilk chicken. And I have done this in different ways. I have bought a bag of chicken legs. Mm -hmm. I have done it with chicken um, thighs and I've done it with a whole chicken. But what you do is you, you get a bowl and you put your chicken in it and then you just pour a container of buttermilk over it and you let it sit overnight.
1: So how much buttermilk?
0: Oh, well, I'm, I'm buying a lot of meat. You know, for okay. my family, uh-huh. and you know, like that Turner plastic bottle.
1: Mm-hmm. The small one.
0: Thing. Okay, so. so that, oh, you know, math's not my talent. I don't know. <laughs> I have to look next time I make it and let you know. <laughs> okay, and quite a bit, and it, like there's there's recipes online and stuff that that you can do it. But so you know, I'll do buttermilk, and then the next day I'll drain it in a colander and then i'll put seasonings on it whatever i want i could put uncle chris's i could put strawberries um i could just mix garlic powder i use garlic and powder and onion powder all the time um if i wanted to put some crushed red pepper or whatever and so you just season it up that's it so i've soaked it in buttermilk i've drained it i've soaked it in buttermilk overnight i've drained it i've seasoned it while my air fryer is heating up i put those chicken legs in there i think it's like 450 or 400 for like 12 minutes and then eight minutes. And the expression and the noises that come out of my children. <laughs> and they're eating I mean, like that It's so good. Now, like if you do a whole chicken, it has to cook for an hour. So that's not good for a school night, but the no. chicken legs are quick. And I'm telling you that buttermilk just kind of, it seasons the meat and it makes that skin just nice and crispy in the air fryer. But you don't put any flour or anything. You no. just put
1: your seasonings. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's I right. will recommend it. Okay. That we'll be having, we'll be having that next week. Um, so I have a maple pulled pork. It's, it's from that cookbook, Downshiftology. It's slow cooker maple mustard pulled pork. It sounds complicated and there are quite a few ingredients, but you make a sauce out of maple syrup, Whole grain mustard, oregano, salt, and pepper. And then you just coat your, uh, you can do a shoulder. I usually do a tenderloin and I pump it okay. in a pot. It is good just to be eaten with a fork or make a sandwich. It's so yummy. It's
0: delicious, actually. Hmm. I'll have to try it. Can you taste the mustard? Because I'm not a mustard girl. No, you really right. can't taste the mustard. Right. It just A lot of times, I didn't know this, but when
1: people do um, barbecue, they do something with mustard. It kind of tenderizes the meat. Or I'm not really sure if that's true, but it does something to the mm. meat. Yeah. A lot of times if you've had a Southern barbecue, they will have coated it with mustard before they put the like yeah. strawberry seasoning or something on it.
0: I did not know that. Mm-hmm.
1: But this is not mustard like out of a jar. Okay,
0: gotcha. Yeah. Um, I, I'll try it because, I mean, pulled pork is just easy. Yes, it is. It is. And it goes a long way. It sure does. So important. Yeah. Um, the next thing I want to share is shrimp fajitas. My friend Nally made these for a long time and I can't do that and then start making them boy we've been missing out because they're tasty and they're easy. So I just buy the frozen shrimp with the tail off. I typically usually buy the medium size but small will work. And the night before or the or the morning before sometimes I get up early. I just cut up those onions and peppers so that is done.
1: Because okay.
0: so I I I you know if if my onions and peppers are not done before I get home, we are not having fajitas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it has to happen the day before or the morning of. Because
1: popping morning, is you can't.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> too much. So I, I just put that in a gallon bag of um, you know, a Ziploc, sprinkle oil, um, olive oil, and then dump taco seasoning in it. That's a bag up. When I walk in the door, I get my frozen shrimp out of the refrigerator. I put it in a colander. And then run water over it. And then I start getting the rice ready and the beans ready. And typically we make Rotel. And um, my onions and peppers and, so, and my oven's heating up. And then boom. So I put my peppers on half the pan and cook those for about five-ish minutes. And then I get it back out. And then I add the shrimp to it. Okay. And then those are that is a good tasty meal. Um, I also will add some taco seasoning to the shrimp too. Olive oil and shrimp.
1: Oh, that sounds good, Laura. We yeah. would love that. Yeah. Do you ever buy the fresh shrimp from Kroger? No. Oh, they have really good shrimp at Kroger.
0: I just, I, I never make it to Kroger much. I love it when I'm there, but I just, it's not, I'm not a regular. Well, it's not close by. Yeah. Close, but yeah. That would be fun for like Christmas or a birthday. Yeah. Get some yeah. Fresh shrimp.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Poppy seed chicken. My kids love some poppy seed chicken. Well, I've changed it a little bit. I make regular poppy seed chicken. I add rice to it. And I usually put some carrots in it. I just Chop up some carrots. Mm-hmm. And then I season mm-hmm. it to taste. Which, I, So I cook my chicken. And then I add a cream cheese. Instead of sour cream, I like cream cheese. A little bit of milk. I add two cups of cooked rice. Chop up some carrots. Um, put it in a pan. Greased pan. And cover it with Ritz crackers and some butter but oh wait before I season it with everything seasoning I love that
0: everything seasoning. Oh, I don't think I've ever had the everything seasoning Girl, it I
1: call it poppy seed chicken 2.0 okay I made it when my daughter-in-law Lexi had her baby and then she texts me and was like hey I need that recipe mm-hmm. for the poppy seed 2.0 but yeah
0: yeah. Well, Brock loves poppy seed chicken, so I know he'll love poppy seed chicken 3.0.
1: And if you have the rice, that's, you know, it's kind of a whole thing.
0: Right. You know? And you could probably put asparagus in it, I guess. I've well, think mean, you know, that rice component will make it more filling. It does. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. My next recipe is one that I saw on Instagram, and it looks so easy, and I was like, I'll try it. So you, it's... um. I think it's called buttery, mm, I don't know. It's like, I don't know what it's called. Let me look. Can you see it? But, uh, buttery, no. Buttery, like garlic, beef and potatoes or something like that. So your crock pot is on. You dump a package of stew meat in your crock okay. pot. And there is a buttery seasoning at Walmart in the seasoning aisle. And I'm sure it's other places. But you sprinkle that on there. You sprinkle onion powder on there. I sprinkle garlic powder, lots of garlic powder on there because I do like that garlicky part of it. Mm-hmm. And um, then you um, put the baby potatoes on there. Actually, I put the meat and the potatoes in there at the same time. Meat on the left side, potatoes on the right side. And then do those seasonings. Mm-hmm. And a stick of butter. I mean, it's so simple. Literally, the work of it is done in three minutes. Put the lid on, and you cook it. You know, I can't remember whatever, but we'll we'll put the recipe. I I'll tell you, I was just so so on it. My boys and my husband were like, "This is great." Uh, mental note: This was easy. That's a man meal right there. was <laughs> a man meal apparently. But um, I, that was a new recipe that I tried, and I will be making it again just because it was so easy, and the boys just loved it. That's great. And it's easy for them to eat because it's stew meat. They're not having to cut up a lot of meat. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Yep. Uh, A butter chicken. If you haven't ever had butter chicken. I have not. It's an Indian. I love Indian food and it will change your life.
0: It will change your life. I will admit something. I've never had Indian food.
1: Oh, Laura, bless your little heart. Well, (laughs) it's good. It's good, and um, I cannot find the recipe, but I'll link it in. I found, I try to find the easy recipes. Wait, just a so minute. What, what are some things that are in it? Um, just a minute. I oh, lost it. Oh. Well, it has uh, garam masala and, wait, here it is. No, that's not in there. What is garam
0: masala?
1: It's, it's a curry. Okay. It is so good. Um, and it's really easy. Uh, you, I cook my chicken. And I. you can use like, it's a 20-minute meal. You have it ready in 20 minutes. So I found it. Here it is. Um, you cook your chicken in a in a pan and with oil. And you put an onion in it and some ginger. It says fresh ginger. I don't. I just use ginger from a jar. Some garlic, um, chicken breast. I've used chicken thighs, some tomato paste, some chili powder, uh, the garam masala. And, and you just mix it all up and cook it. And then you put a cup of heavy cream <laughs> 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 or yogurt for lower fat. And I serve it over rice. And it is so good.
0: Okay. So good. I'll, I will do that one. I'll link the recipe in the okay in the notes a okay. recipe my friend Rachel she gave this to me I mean years and years ago and the one it's chicken it's it's chicken for tacos and the one thing I love about it is you can use frozen chicken oh okay. so you just throw five or six frozen chicken breasts <laughs> in the crock pot and in a bowl I mix like a, a can of cream of mushroom or a can of cream of chicken two cans of cream of chicken or two cans of, you know, whatever I have, but there's two cans of cream of something in there. You mix that with a package of taco seasoning, a package of ranch and a jar of salsa. Oh, so you mix that all together. That sounds really good. And then you pour it over the chicken and you cook it, you know, like six hours on low or. I wonder if there's. Three hours on high, I think it is. Yeah.
1: On some of my recipes, I need to look before we leave for a crock pot recipe for those.
0: Oh, yeah. Because that. I like, when I remember on the way home that my dinner is in the crock pot. Oh, oh thank you, Lord. I could use that chicken. I, I typically use it just for um, tacos. Uh-huh. I can also use it like in a taco bowl or, you know, I, I think I could use it very flexibly. Yeah, I do a lot of bowls yeah
1: they're, they're just good yeah
0: so I, was, I do too
1: okay so stuffed peppers or t- stuffed peppers and tomatoes they're called yamista and that's a greek it can spell, be spelled with a y or a g okay. but in greece this is a staple it's like it's like fried chicken in arkansas i mean it's just what you eat you can make it with just typically it's just with rice in Greece. it doesn't have meat in it. You can add ground beef. I do because my people they like some they're meat eaters. You can use lamb, I suppose, if you wanted it, and it's available. Um, but I I've made it easy, it can be very complicated, but I literally I cook some squash, one I, so I chop up an onion, some garlic, uh one yellow squash and one zucchini, chop it real fine cook all that in a, in a skillet. Then I have two cups of rice prepared like it is on the package. And if I add ground beef, I put a pound of ground beef. I mix all that together. I put it in the peppers. So you'll scoop out the inside of the peppers, save the top, cut the top off of the tomato, scoop out the inside, save the top. Cause that's going to be like a little lid. Okay. And then I mix a jar. I like Rayo's. I think oh, yeah, I use that marinara hmm So you can make it with the tomatoes and all the seasonings. This is my easy. This is Kim's easy thing. I just mix that all together. And with the marinara, sometimes I save a little bit of marinara to pour on top. And then I fill up the peppers and tomatoes. They have to bake for a long time. Okay. they will need to bake an hour and a half probably. If but I don't
0: a good weekend thing and then just you can up. prep
1: it. Yes. So when David and Lexi had the baby, little river, he's so cute. I was up there and I made some of those and then I just put them back for them to to eat when I was gone, you know, so okay. they had something to eat. So you, they're good to make ahead. Um, sometimes I don't have a lot of time and I want to get that finished quickly. I'll I know you're not a big microwave person, but I'll put those peppers. I, I don't do this with tomatoes, but I'll put those the peppers in the microwave and pre cook them a little bit. So they're kind of tender. Yeah. Then I fill them with the filling and then I put them in the oven and I can get by with baking in about 30 minutes.
0: Oh, pro tip. A little
1: hack right there. Yeah. Um, you can just top them with olive oil or I save a, a little bit, often save a little bit of the marinara and just pour over the top of them. Oh my goodness. It will change your life.
0: That's, that sounds really good. I, I love with it. With the
1: Greek salad. You're, you're, you're a happy woman. One happy woman. Yeah.
0: Okay. Another uh, one that I have, I mean, the, the uh, amount of Mexican food I eat is, <laughs> <laughs> I follow the 80, 20 rule, 80% Mexican, 20% pizza. <laughs> <laughs> um, so these are some enchiladas and I love them. They're it's an old Southern Living recipe that I got from Melanie Schenkel on the Big Boo podcast. Uh I just love love them so much. And the rating when I look at it is not that great, but I I don't know what's wrong with those people who are writing this recipe because <laughs> it's great. Um but it's a quick enchilada sauce that you make. And I'm thinking. Oh, you make it. It. Yeah, you make it. Mm-hmm. And then you take it off the burner and you dip your tortillas in the sauce.
1: And it's dark a really
0: dark sauce because you're using some dark chili powder. Um, and then the recipe just calls for chili, I mean just cheese, but I add the shredded chicken to it. And I'll buy a rotisserie and shred it or buy the shredded, you know, whichever one. And um, it says corn tortillas, but I like flour, so I just trade those out. Um, and then you just, it's really just warming them. So, uh, but it's already cooked, really. Yeah, it's already cooked. So this is a 30 minute meal. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you guys, those are some good enchiladas. That okay. sounds wonderful. I've had
1: enchiladas done where they dipped it in the, my son did that actually at Christmas time, I think, and dipped it in that sauce. Oh my goodness. It was delicious. Yeah.
0: That just does something that that complete immersion of the tortilla it, just for flavor and just so good. So. I wonder
1: if you could do it with a canned tor- uh, um, enchilada sauce. Enchilada sauce. Because I make a beef enchilada and I just stuff it with beef mm-hmm. and with taco seasoning. and, then oh, I just do and that over.
0: It's just the flavor is rich with this. Oh, that sounds and, really good. I mean, it's a quick one anyway. Oh, well, 20 minutes. I fun time. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I have a couple of soups They're um, Copycat recipes. I'll link them. It's the chicken and gnocchi from Olive Garden and the pasta fagioli from Olive Garden. I love them. And these are literally, I Googled it. I did the copycat recipe. I bought it. I just did it. And it's easy. And I did the, um, I buy the uh, already cooked. I mean, I don't make my gnocchi. I just buy it in the package and cook it. Easy peasy,
0: delicious,
1: delicious. But I'll link those in there. We, yeah.
0: you, you have talked about that gnocchi soup for years. So, and I, so I need to try it. It's so good, Laura. It's mm-hmm. So good.
1: It's like chicken and dumplings, only a little, a little more flavor.
0: This is just a little hack recipe. I mean, sometimes we have make it work knots in our house where you got to figure it out. And my boys will take a bagel and toast it and add marinara sauce and pepperonis on top and then just pop it in the microwave really quick or the oven and just melt some cheese. And they love those. So there are some recta- large rectangles of flatbread at Aldi or um, I have a friend that she uses those non-bread things and they make pizzas on those. But all, all of that would be a quick meal
1: you and I use those Joseph wraps oh, yeah. when I made those. Would we bought those, those pizzas. Yeah, we bought the Joseph wraps and you can use pesto sauce or tomato sauce or tomato, pesto sauce or marinara sauce, remember? And we just topped them with all kinds of things. We put chicken on them. We put cheese. We forgot, about, forgot that. about
0: that. Yeah, forgot about that. Yeah. Really those are really good. And it kind of gave a crunch. So many times. And the supper is the star of the meals for me. You know, I'm fine if I don't have that great of a lunch, as long as I have a great supper. Yes, know? I look forward to.
1: Yeah. And then if, if you've got leftovers.
0: Yeah. You can yeah,
1: take yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really, I think that's all our things, is it?
0: Well, I've got a few more things that i will just run through really quickly. And I'll just post all the recipes for you guys. But call your Cade, my smallest, my baby, who is nine years old. Uh, His favorite thing is meatloaf muffins. It's just Mm -hmm. a real quick meatloaf mixture and you just stuff it in the muffin cups. Mm -hmm. And I just make a little mixture of tomatoes, not tomatoes, ketchup, barbecue, and a big bit of brown sugar. Mm -hmm. If I want, I don't have Mm -hmm. the brown sugar is not needed and just heat that up and then just put it over there. And I've got meatloafs just, they don't take as long to cook because they're muffins.
1: Oh, that sounds good. And I yeah. love meatloaf. And then oh, that would yeah. be good to take for
0: school. For lunch. Oh, for lunch. Yes. Yeah. I'll have two little muffin cups in my lunch container. And that heats up nicely. And that is more flavorful as a leftover. Yeah. I highly recommend that. Um, baked potatoes. I, my oven situation is pretty sad, but uh, I'll just go on. I digress. It has a delayed timer though. And I activate that many times when I want a baked potato or baked potatoes is a part of my meal. Maybe my meat is in the crock or My meat will be in the air fryer real quick. And I need that baked potato to be done because when I get home, I'm going to soccer practice and then I'll be home. Yeah. So I just delay time of my baked potatoes. I do not wrap them in foil. Okay. So I wash them really quick dry them, uh, poke it with a fork, rub olive oil over it, and then do some kosher salt, put those in the oven, and then the skin crisp up. The the aluminum foil, you can save money and make your baked potato better if you don't do that. I have not tried this yet, but that half-baked harvest on... Instagram, she's one, the one i was going to sh- show. She has a recipe for half-baked potatoes. You know, like maybe if your oven is not at the delayed timer, she just cuts the potato in half and she bakes them half the time because they're half, potato. half the potato. That would be something easy to do. I have a Philly cheesesteak recipe that's a hit at my house um, that I'll post. It's somebody else's, but you use a roast. To do you use a roast um in your crock pot. And so it cooks all day.
1: That's from that Natasha's kitchen and that's right. I love everything she does.
0: It is easy and that is a hit at our house. Okay. I get the Hawaiian sweet roll subs, sub mm-hmm. rolls. And you have to watch it because my boys will plow through them. But that that is super good. I know you're supposed to eat provolone on a Philly cheese steak, but I put pepper jack on them. Oh yeah. I do feel that pepper jack is the supreme cheese. So. <laughs> there, you said it. Um, tacos, we're a big Taco Tuesday family. I had started cooking my meat in the morning. Okay. And I'm, when I'm doing really well, I'm working out in the mornings mm-hmm. and I work out in my kitchen and I can just stir a little bit, do a little bit of workout, stir a little bit more. Oh. And my meat is cooked while I'm working out. And then while I go get ready, I'll let it cool pop it in the refrigerator and then when we come home meal is fast because the meat's already done yeah I'll do taco bowls I'll do taco regular tacos and then I'll do a taco potato or a taco sweet potato
1: that sounds wonderful
0: that is good one of my favorite foods is barbecue baked potato have you ever made that pulled pork uh with dr pepper in your crock pot no oh that's a good one put put a big shoulder in your Crock-Pot and Dr. Pepper is the main ingredient that kind of breaks it down. Mm-hmm. And there's other ingredients that I'll figure out for you guys. But that is great because let's think about all the things we could do with pulled pork. I can just have pulled pork. I can make sandwiches. I can make sliders with Hawaiian rolls. I can make pork carnitas with that sweet, heat, mango, heat, mango, something, Peach salsa at Walmart. Mm. Ooh, that sounds good. That is good. Um, a barbecue baked potato, which I get the baked potato. I sprinkle strawberry seasoning. I go ahead and put a cheese a little bit underneath. I put my hot barbecue meat on there, some sauce, and that is a good meal too.
1: That sounds delicious.
0: Yeah. It's almost time to eat supper. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. Okay, the last recipe I have for you guys is a, a lady in our town, Mary McBride. I had a recipe shower when I got married decades ago, and everybody brought a recipe. And when I opened up her recipe, I laughed out loud. It's called Takeout Supreme. And she wrote it up just like a recipe. It said step one. And I'm going to share that as my recipe. Because That's awesome. We supper is okay if we eat out. Let's quickly spot off some um influencers or people that we follow and then we'll throw out our cookbooks and we'll be done. Okay, well, the ones that I had
1: I, skinny taste, pioneer woman, the girl who ate everything. I love The Girl Who Ate Everything. She has great things. Okay, I don't
0: know about The Girl Who Ate Anything, but I I want to tell you that Skinny Taste, if you go to her website, she's so organized. You can click air fryer. You can click Instant Pot. You can put keto. You can put whatever, and then it will filter all of her recipes. And they, a lot of them are healthy. And then a lot of... um, all uh, everything I've had made is pretty darn good or, or fantastic. If you look at it and you're like, well, that's not super, that's not super skinny. She's cut as much as she can out of it. She's, she's made it as low calorie with Mm -hmm. taste as she can make it. Yeah. And Um, we the Whole30. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the, and, and I will, I will link my Whole30 document that has recipes, Or if if there's no, um, if it's this page number, it comes from the Whole30 cookbook. So Okay. There's
1: another cookbook that I really like from Trim Healthy Mama. We need to add that, Laura. Trim Uh Healthy Mama, they, so it's two sisters and they have a cookbook. They have a website. They have an eating plan. And it's really about um, not mixing your fuels. If you're going to eat high carb, you want to keep your fat. Down low, okay, and then in your next meal, it, it, which needs to be at least three hours later, if you're going to eat a uh, high fat, so you're going to have pulled pork, well, you want to keep the carbs low, right? Very so, interesting. Very interesting. Trim healthy mama. She, but they have a cookbook and it's really good. Okay,
0: half baked harvest is a girl that I follow on Instagram, and she has beautiful cookbooks. She has so many different cookies, chocolate chip cookies. Oh. She's a great photographer and she does it all herself. Uh-huh. So, uh, I, I, I've, I've, I've cooked many of her recipes and like that's a consistent one to look at.
1: So she's on Instagram and she has a cookbook. Yes, she has both. That's the same with Trim Healthy Mama. They have social right. media and yes, and a cookbook.
0: Right. So there's we'll this cookbook.
1: guy I follow. My son does keto. Um, he has some history with seizures, and keto was designed to help with that. So he's very strict. And so I find these this I don't even know the guy's name, but it's called Keto Snacks, and he has all these really good little quick snacks that you can fix up if you have kids. Like one that I saw the other day was a, a chicken finger hack to make chicken fingers like that they have at I guess that's at Burger King, but you do these in the in the air fryer. So mm. be good for your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, cookbook wise, I mean, I love the Pioneer Woman. She has a new one coming out in October that I'm super excited about. That will be on my Christmas list. And I'll, let me read you the title because I think it's excellent. It says, drumroll slowly loading, of course, because I want it to load fast. The Pioneer Woman Dinner's Ready. One hundred twelve fast and fabulous recipes for slightly impatient home cooks. (laughs) But but I mean, so many of her recipes are just online, and they are all so good. Yes, they are. Yeah, and she's hilarious. She is. You should go to her place if you haven't. I would love to. And we
1: both like Magnolia Table by Joanna Gaines. Yes, good one. Joanna Gaines. Yes. um, so my, I told you before, my new favorite cookbook is the Healthy, Healthy Meal Prep by Downshiftology. They have a website. It's Lisa Bryan is the author. And these are 100 make-ahead recipes and quick assembly recipes. Okay. So i I really, I've cooked almost every, seriously. Stephanie got this cookbook for me and sent it to me and I love it. Love right. it. Yeah.
0: I'd like, I'd like to look at that. Yeah. Um, even if you're not a Jen hat maker fan, her cookbook is great. Um, I think it's called for the love. I mean, that's her name of her podcast, but. Oh man, maybe it's something different. I don't know. It's her new cookbook and she has a sandwich that we make and we love it. It has, um, a raspberry jam. And oh. potato chips, and you mix your mayonnaise with butter. Your grilled cheese looks really good. And um when my when after Thanksgiving and after Christmas, when my family has a um, smoked turkey, mm-hmm. that's on it. And there's some other ingredients that I'm missing. Oh, can really good cook. That is really good. And if you like humor, I mean, her book is. Her cookbook is hilarious. So. She's hilarious. And she had a recipe in one of her books. I think it was in
1: For the Love. And and she said, you know, they'll throw a parade in your honor if you for your family. And <laughs> angels will sing if you cook this. Well, I cooked it and my family did not have a parade. <laughs> okay, I'm waiting. Where's the parade? Where's the parade? I have a little a cookbook that my daughter got me. It's called Hope's Table, Everyday Recipes from a Mennonite <laughs> Kitchen. And it is delicious. She has bread recipes, salad recipes, sides. They're really good and very healthy and wholesome. Mm. So when you're needing wholesome and healthy, this is the one. tasty.
0: That's a good one. one.
1: Yeah, I I said healthy. There might be some unhealthy things (laughs) in
0: there.
1: (laughs) It's really good. Wow.
0: I have quite a few cookbooks and most of them are Pioneer Woman and most of them are church cookbooks. No, there is no better cookbook than a church cookbook. So go to your, go to your parents and go to your grandparents' house and go through their cookbooks. In our town, the Sunshine Circle one that was made, I think. Oh, I I have that one. I got my mom's and um, the hospital cookbooks, sometimes a hospital cookbook. And then Junior Auxiliary in Little Rock usually puts out a beautiful one too. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I have one that belonged to Tim's mom that was a a church from some church from a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Oh, and his family did a family cookbook years ago. And I made one for our children. Tim and I have a blended family. He has three children. I have three children. And not last year, but the year before for Christmas, I made a family favorites cookbook. There's a play, if you're into that, it's called mycookbook.com. And you just pay for the cookbooks, the number of cookbooks. It's hardback. You can add your pictures, you can add your stories, your recipes. It was just a really fun thing to do mm-hmm. for the, for our, for our kids. I got, um, my stepchildren's moms and grandmas and great grandmothers recipes, my mom's, my husband's moms, my children's dads, their, their biological dads, uh, parents and grandparents, and just some family recipes from all for all God's children. That's what we call them. And, mm-hmm. um, anyway, that's a fun thing to do. Just to I just think that's wonderful.
0: And what, like, that would be an amazing Christmas gift to give, you know,
1: Yeah, I think they liked it. I think it
0: made them happy. Yeah. Okay. Well, we hope hope that... Oh, Style It With Tricks is also an Instagram girl that I just found. So many things are crock pot or um, air fryer. Oh, we
1: will link an air fryer in the show notes and the little (laughs) crock pot in the show notes. And um, just FYI, because I'm building a new house... Uh, the new ovens, Laura, because I think you're going to need one, come with air fryer, slow cooker. Yes. My new oven is like an air fryer, too. It's regular oven, convection oven, air fryer, slow cooker, all the things. And I said to the girl when I was looking, should I get rid of my crock pot? She said, oh, no, never, ever get rid of a crock pot. <laughs> looking like a true
0: woman. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Um We hope that you won't be hungry. Yeah. Yeah. And that maybe you can add some more recipes to your your repertoire. What'd you say? I was going to say we have our, I used to think, but. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. So with, I used to think, so Kim, I used to think that re like, I'm studying for a test and I'm going to stay up. All night, I'm just gonna reread everything, and I'm just gonna really concentrate on doing my notes. What do you have to say to me?
1: No, don't no. do it. Just don't do it. This okay. goes along with that forgetting curve. and it's about spaced practice. So we want to, we want to space that practice out and give our brains time. I don't really understand it because I'm not a brain person, but we want to space that practice out at regular intervals and spiral that. Um, Quizlet is a good way, honestly, to do that. That's how I passed my CALT exam. Um, And we want to interrupt forgetting and we want retrieval exercises. So practice, practice, stop, take a break, go to sleep, get your rest, If you need to get up early, get up early and go back over it. But no, staying up all night is not gonna help you know it. You know you think you're cramming, but you're not. (laughs) You're not. You're just making yourself sick.
0: Yeah, and it's just too much for your brain to take on. And so I love that. Study a little, you know, like start early, study a little. And then let it encode in your brain and sleep and then study some more. Go back to it. Always review. I always tell my students, we're going to, we're going to do a tiny touch today. We'll do a tiny touch tomorrow. Tiny, You know, we'll, we'll just touch it just for a little bit. That's-, that's being brain friendly. It's called spaced
1: learning or distributive practice. And we want to space our learning so that we combat forgetting. Um, it's all part of that forgetting curve. It's very interesting. And... Um, so you just want to practice a little bit every day. Okay.
0: And I bet if we did a poll, especially on college campuses about how you study, they're, they're doing it the, the old fashioned way. And Mm -hmm. that's just, it's counteractive to, they want to do well on their test and they're not going to. So, yeah, that's right. It doesn't work. Maybe we need to go on the road and do some workshops at colleges and be like, do you want to pass that test? Yes. Come the, and let us what, teach you.
1: That's right. Oh, so, okay, so what was the book that you read and cl- you used in your classroom? Real
0: thinking Classrooms.
1: No, it wasn't make that. Make It
0: Stick. Make It Stick. This is all from Make It Stick. That's where I learned that. Yeah. Make It Stick is a great book. When you start out, if you want to read it, it's very techie, but keep on going. Um, I used it with my college kids. I had to support them quite a bit to read it, but it has some great principles about how to make learning stick. That's Right, a friend of mine's son was just graduated from medical school, and that was a required reading the first year. Isn't that awesome? Like, right, I love it. Go, medicine, that medical school. So, UAMS, oh, way to go, UAMS. Yeah, so all right, friends, we will see you next Wednesday. We hope that we've inspired your cooking life today. <laughs> all
1: right. A little bit of your whole teacher, a little bit happier and a little bit more uh, right. effective and a little less stressed. Absolutely.
0: So please um, share us on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Follow, and Instagram and follow us on your podcast app. And let's see, we're five episodes in. Rate and review us, please. That's right. That's how Don't we can reach to like us. Yeah. Don't forget to like and follow. That's
1: People right. are lacking, but yeah. Don't Not sense.
0: Yeah, All right. Um, As always, we hope that you ha- we have helped you in some way. Um, Our goal is to help. Let's see. I've lost my document. You think I'd said it so many times that I could do one it. One teacher. One teacher. One student. One day. One, one time. time. That's so. right. Yeah, right. we just want to help you guys so much. We that's, we don't know you, but we love you. So right. okay. thank you for letting us do this for you. Yeah. Have a great week. Oh Mike.